reach for the sky, boy. Rolex work. talk about the Cleveland Browns and the goddamn drama disaster we have going on up there right now. Before we do, let me go ahead and introduce my co-host, my partner in all this, legend himself, the Husky Heartthrob, Barry Frost. Barry, how you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, there was a lot of F-bombs there to open this show, and and hopefully they were bleeped out for the children. Yeah, sorry, Haddix boys. I apologize. Nick, you might want to. <laughs> this is the first. It's going to go minutes, bad fast. It's going to be a little rough. Um, yeah. Trade deadline come and gone. Yesterday, the day of the trade deadline, we are recording this Wednesday night, November third. Uh, the trade deadline was November second at four o'clock Eastern time. I in the morning, um, Odell Beckham Sr. OBS. Posted an 11-minute low-light video of Baker not passing Odell the ball when he's open. Uh, shortly after that, good friend of Odell Beckham, um, my personal favorite basketball player, LeBron James, someone who says he's a Browns fan, tweeted out free OBJ. What a what the a day, fucking turncoat he is. The day of the the day of the trade deadline. Um supposedly there was an offer from the saints the browns thought it didn't make sense four o'clock came and passed odell was still on the team uh during this time he apparently was not communicating with the team so today he was i guess he thought he was just going to come to practice everything was going to be fine and then kevin stefanski held a team meeting and told the team that odell beckham jr was no longer part of the team he was excused from practice that was the, the phrasing in the tweets that i read and that uh, Andrew Barry, the Browns general manager, head of pers- personnel, and uh, Odell Beckham Jr.'s representation are going to be discussing next steps. A whole, whole, whole fucking lot to unpack here. I have been on the train since we acquired Odell. We can make it work. We can make it work. Trying to make every excuse possible. Trying to be that optimistic fan. Done. It's done. Getting the fuck out of there. Everything I've heard come out of that Odell Beckham camp has not had anything to do with the Browns winning football games. And had everything to do with Odell Beckham not getting his. Now, he's going to say, you know, this is the whole thing with the diva wide receiver, right? As long as we're winning, we're fine. You're not really fine. It's just festering, right? I think that the Browns win 28-14. You, you have two catches for 20 yards. You're not overly thrilled about that, you know? Maybe make an IG video about your mindset, beast mode. You know what I mean? One-handed catches. I'm just going to flat out say it. This man has never had success when he's not played with Eli Manning. Flat out. And that was how many years ago? That's right. That was how many years ago? 2016. I think that's the last time John's from the playoffs when he posted the boat video and took everybody out and cursed us. So, 
As far as the trade goes with the Saints, uh, I don't know if the Browns backed out of that. I don't know. To me, it doesn't make sense for a team to trade. Obviously, in teams like the Saints with salary cap issues. Um, what were they offering? Or did it even I don't know what the offer was. I, I don't know what the offer was. And I don't know if the, the, uh, the sticking point for the Browns was like they have taken on X amount of salary of his because he's owed $8 million for the rest of the season. That's and you're also talking about a guy with a bad shoulder coming off an ACL. With that he's torn that he's torn how many times? Right. You know, and, and this isn't this. Uh, also, there's also data to back up the Browns offense with. Odell Beckham and without Odell Beckham, the Browns were. Kind of teetering last year. Until that Cincinnati game where he tore his ACL. And I mean, Barry, it was the fucking second he went down. Baker completed, what, 24 straight passes, whatever the fuck it was? Yeah, well, I was uh, I was watching that game. 22 touchdowns, two interceptions the rest of the season. I guess it's into the playoffs. We win a playoff game on the road. You know, I feel like there's different ways to voice your displeasure. Having a family member, I don't know if Odell's the one that had him do it, but I will say Odell didn't come out and speak against it. Right. You know? So, obviously, you hear Tom Brady all the time saying, you know, the views of Tom Brady Sr. don't necessarily reflect views of Tom Brady Jr. That's a thing. You know? I have a wild dad who speaks out. (laughs) (laughs) It's very opinionated. I get it. You know? But... None of this was conducive for the Browns winning. This was a cloud hanging over their head, and the bubble burst against Pittsburgh when he had one catch on one target or whatever it was. For he had he had other targets. He had a couple drops for six yards. Uh, my concern with this whole thing was, how's Jarvis Landry going to react? Yeah, I feel like he's in a really, really, really awkward place with basically his best friend in life and his organization that he plays for. Uh, is he going to feel like they did his friend wrong? You never know. So, I don't This is This isn't the first time we've seen this with Odell. But the, to suggest that Baker Mayfield was purposely not throwing him the ball so he wouldn't get spotlight to me is one of the most asinine things I've ever seen. I've seen every snap Baker Mayfield has taken. If anything that was going wrong was – it was fucking up his progressions when OBJ was in the game and he would lock on to Odell. Yep. And it just, it, it, it got him out of rhythm. Now we've, I've made excuses on the show before. Like, well, you know, it's, it's Odell's presence. It's not necessarily Odell doing this. I'm not in the fucking locker room. I don't fucking know, but there was a weird pressure to get him the ball. And it just, I feel like when you force it, when you force it, when you force it, it's not natural. It's not organic. It's not natural to the offense, it's not natural to the scheme, and it's not conducive to winning. The offense has stalled every single game he's been out there but one, and that was the Dallas game last year against a historically bad defense. Barry, I, 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 I FaceTimed you on this. Dobro. You did. Dobro sent me a text today. Brother, I hope your day's going well. <laughs> All... As I was reading this news, he sends me the text. I love Dobro. I do. 
screenshot of the tweet that I saw and all caps back. Dober, I am not having a fucking nice day. How are you doing, brother? <laughs> all caps. This is not it's, the it's, time. It's it's not the time. It's not mm-hmm. the time for not for, uh, for for Dobro, but for for Odell. We're four right. and four. We have five divisional games in front of us. We're going to fucking Cincinnati on the road. Battle of Ohio against a team that is going to be fucking pissed off after what they just went through last weekend. It's it's a mess, dude. It's a mess. Barry, you've been through this. Talk me through it, man. Help me out. I, I'm going to right now. It's, I got the handy-dandy statistics here for you. Um, Odell, when he's played damn near a full season, he's... Uh, He's over a thousand yard receiver. He's over a thousand. Um, five, five out of let's see, one, two, three, four, six, five out of eight years. Um, he's been over a thousand yards. That's that's awesome. Okay. Um, with Cleveland, with Baker, two thousand nineteen. Uh, the man had 74 catches, 1,035 yards, four touchdowns. He had a sports hernia as well. He gets hurt. He he only has 23 receptions, 319 yards, three touchdowns in 2020. This year, he has 17 catches, 232 yards, and no touchdowns. So... In the last two years, the man has th- three touchdowns. In the last three years, he's got seven. And th- and this is a man making how much money? Fifteen point seven million a year. Uh, how many touchdowns does fucking Derrick Henry have right now? And he's hurt. Right. Yeah. And and I mean. He's hurt. He's done for the year, and he's already got more touchdowns than Odell's had in the last three years. Stop it. I mean, and and I've said this before. Eli would get locked in on him, and it would just throw off the whole fucking offense. Now, when he's the only real talent we have out there, that's great. And he loves that. And like you said, Jarvis, I think Jarvis... That he's he's so talented that Odell's like fuck. They're throwing him the ball. Gosh, that's throw it to me. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm looking here at these stats, and the dude in eight seasons has only had one hundred yard, hundred receiving yard, hundred reception season. One. Um, let's see. And since then, since 2016, the most uh, receptions he's ever had is 77. And he's been hurt damn near uh, half of his half of his career. Four of the eight seasons he was hurt. So, I mean, it's like, yes, his receiving his rookie records are fucking amazing. Um, he was the fastest to reach 100 career receptions in 14 games, 150 in 21 games, 200. But notice all this stuff starts slowing down. Like everything starts slowing down 
because of his injuries. Like he has to understand, dude, you're not what you were. Like there's other guys there, especially in a t- the Giants then, especially we didn't have Cream Hunt, Nick Chubb back there, Dearness Johnson. The the Browns are obviously a let's run the ball first and then we'll open it up. Odell can likes I, to let's throw it. <laughs> can I give you can I give you a stat real quick and this kind of oh, sums it up? Yeah, Baker Mayfield with Odell Beckham Jr. Baker Mayfield has a passer rating of eighty four point eight with six thousand three hundred eighty four yards, forty two touchdowns, and twenty nine interceptions in twenty eight career games with Odell Beckham. Baker Mayfield without Odell Beckham has a passer rating of ninety five point five. With 6,430 yards, 39 touchdowns, 17 interceptions, and 25 games without Odell Beckham. So it's basically two to one. Yeah. So, you know, touchdowns are the picks. Completion percentage is up five percent. Uh, yards per play is up. Um, yards per game is up. Touchdowns are up. Interception rates down. Sacks are way down. Wow. He has 69 sacks with Odell, 44 without. He's had three more games with Odell. So what's that tell you? Locking on, holding the ball. Yep. Forcing it. For for Odell to get open. Yeah, and that's uh, that's resulted in 150 more yards in sack yardage. It's I mean it's 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 night and day. Look at and again, look at Eli. Eli starts having fumbles, having turnovers, throwing interceptions. And then when Odell is hurt, man, well, let's get everyone else involved. Let's be a team. Right. And you have better shit happening. Quarterback needs to determine pre-snap where the ball is going to go based on what he's looking at, not based on his personnel. Yep. And Odell, listen. Special athlete, special receiver, was at one time. This is no lie. This was a real thing. There was people who were talking about whether he was the best receiver of all time. That was a real fucking conversation happened his like second year in the league. And he had that his first three real. years. His first three years, he went over a thousand. That was a very, very, very real conversation happened at that time. Uh, we never needed to have Odell Beckham. It was nice to have Odell Beckham. Yep. We never needed to have Odell Beckham. We went from 0 and 16 to 7 and 9, or 7, 8 and 1 in Baker's rookie year. To then we added Odell, 7 and 9. Nope. Okay. Fixed the sports hernia. Everything's good. Five games. Five was five games in the season last year. The fifth game against the, the, the Bengals, we were sitting, I believe, two and two at the time. So a 500 record going into Cincinnati. Uh, first, maybe. First drive, I think it was, go route down the size. Baker underthrows it. Odell comes back, try to make the tackle, tears his ACL. Baker goes on a run, and we win that way. We win that ball game. Touchdown pass to Donald Peoples Jones, late to win it. Um, I think I think you guys were three and three because he played six or seven games. Okay, okay, that's it was so similar point in the season where we're at now. Very similar. right. This year, Baker starts out first two games, completes percentage above eighty percent. Odell comes to week three, everything drops. Everything falls. Everything goes back to that stagnant shit 
that we had before. I don't know if it's a mental thing with Baker. I, 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 I don't know. You know, I also know that, like, he's a younger quarterback. He's not Eli Manning in his 10th year in the fucking league, already having won two Super Bowls, seeing every kind of defense you can possibly throw at him. You know, and he can basically he can he can go out there and say a lot of it if he has to. Also, he's a fucking Manning. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback, no doubt. So if I remember right, in those Giants, it wasn't and like you said. It was a lot of times when guys were hurt. No doubt, was the only only um, a skill position player really on the offensive side of the ball that's going to scare anybody. And it was just a lot of like 15, 20 yard ends. A lot of ends over the middle part of the field. Eli find the open spot, telling probably Odell where exactly to go. Boom. Baker, I mean, I don't Baker and Odell sure work their asses off, whatever, whatever. But you, you go back to that uh, Minnesota game with the uh, the famous go route down the side. Everybody said Baker missed him on. If you if you just watch that tape, just that one play without any context, it really looks like that. And I've had debates on this with other Browns fans. Some agree with me, some don't. Uh, we were at a, at a spot in the game where we were trying to run the clock out, and a first down wins it. Yeah. Yeah, Odell gets loose over the top. I honestly think that Baker tried to make a safe throw and wanted Odell to sit on that, catch it, go down. We kneel it, get the fuck out of here. Right. I was thinking house call. A selfish way to look at it. You think back to the Texans game last year when Nick Chubb breaks loose. We're up like 17 to 13 or whatever the fuck it was. We're running. He went down. He stepped out for one. They're scoring a touchdown. And cost a bunch of people money. They were not happy with Nick Chubb. But, <laughs> right. But, but he didn't care. Like, it, it, this whole me first mentality, worried about our legacy, uh, thought I was going to go to the Hall of Fame, things kind of went awry, hasn't worked out in Cleveland. Let's throw our young quarterback under the bus on Instagram. Come on. That's not going to do it. Why not? And Baker handled it as well as anybody could have handled it today. Yeah, he did. I mean, as well as anybody could have handled it. He said, basically, he's like, you know, it's it's just an opinionated thing. And, you know, to think that I suggest to suggest that I wouldn't throw in the ball, that's just a that's a bad opinion. And uh, there's somebody asking if he would have stepped an apology. He's like, well, I think a, a conversation would go a long way. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I don't think Baker Mayfield, especially after this, really gives a fuck. What Odell Beckham thinks about this. I think that Baker Mayfield's number one goal is to get this thing moving in the right direction and to win football games. Because ultimately, he will be judged on whether we win or lose, not who gets the ball, not when they get the ball, none of that. Quarterback will always be judged on whether the team wins or loses. It'll always fall on him and the head coach. That's just the way it fucking is. Yep. Well, look up, you know, you mentioned Brady. How many Super Bowls has Brady won on the leg of uh, Vinatieri? Uh, three. I mean, and and Brady got all the credit. <laughs> I mean, it was like, oh, okay, that cool. Super Bowl. He did put him in position, but like that was that back then wasn't the Tom Brady you see today. Not even close. Yeah, that no. Was game manager Tom Brady. Yeah, that was Trent Dilfer out there mm-hmm. get, getting a ring. But but no, that's that's what I'm like you said. The quarterbacks judge win or lose, right? And the head coach to to tell me to try to make me believe that Baker 
isn't throwing to Odell. Odell is a weapon. He is a a phenomenal weapon to have. But when you're throwing to him and he's dropping, what you're throwing to him? Are you going to fucking keep throwing to him? No. Baker Mayfield is one of. You'd have to find me somebody that wants to win more than he does. That, that he loves football. He loves to play football. He wants to fucking win. I mean, he got hit out of bounds. Any other fucking stadium, I don't care where the fuck you're at, that is a flag. That would have got called on any fucking court. No matter how shitty little light that hit was, he slid out over into the fucking bleachers or over into the ble- uh, little bench there and got up. Fucking ran, threw a punch, almost hit Odell, and was fucking jacked up, like got his team geeked and, and ready had, to fucking play. And Odell had the shittiest body language of all time. Yeah, he just huh, like moved out of the way. Didn't he, check on his guy. No. He's not there. He's not there to win. And this is going to probably go into Deshaun Jackson type of situation mm. uh, later. But uh, he's he's there for him. He's there for his numbers. He he wants to you know get the attention that he was get. Listen, and this is a this might be a a hot fucking take. He peaked his rookie year in fucking Dallas with the one you can't ever he no matter what he does ever he'll never be able to top that catch. He made a career off that catch. Yeah, it, right. He'll never be able to top that. that Special is, catch. Yeah, it's a, a fucking unreal. But he's got to know, okay, that was a once in a fucking lifetime. Like, that's never happening again. Let's get these numbers. Let me, let's get the numbers. Let's get these and numbers is to me. And wins. wins. Yes. Let's get the wins because guess what? If you got a ring, and and every player would love to get in the fucking Hall of Fame. That's an individual award. But when you think about it, really, it's a team award. Because how many of those dudes don't have fucking Super Bowls get up in there? Not many. You got to be a special fucking player to get into the Hall of Fame without a ring. Special. And just caught the guy that had him, like you mentioned, he could be a product of Eli Manning. Eli's got two, and they act like Eli's borderline. <laughs> That's an, you know. When I would have, I would have absolutely killed to have that career in Cleveland. I, if Eli Manning had that career in Cleveland, he'd have a fucking statue. Right. Oh, no, no doubt about it. And and the man, you know, he he's got two Super Bowl rings, and it's. You know, it's borderline. People are like, oh, he's borderline. Odell has none, and he wants all these demands. It's like, dude, get out there, win. Get a ring, and I guarantee you your numbers will will shine a little brighter. They'll look a little better than what they may actually be. In eight seasons, you have 500 and, like, six catches. 504, 506. That's under 100 receptions a season. That's what seventy five. Yeah, fifty. I mean, that's not that's not a ton. 
and you're out here. There are guys in the league. There's DeAndre Hopkins in the league. There's fucking. <laughs> I mean, there are legitimately fucking talented guys at receiver that can flat out fucking ball and are putting up receptions, numbers. Larry Fitzgerald, you know, he's retired. That dude. 100 100 receptions every year damn near i mean go go be a leader don't be a fucking crybaby about all this you know what i mean and that's all he's ever done at towards the end of new york he cried cried hit the fucking kicking the the kicking net remember it yeah, hit him yeah. in the fucking head i mean he just he's a fucking clown at this point he needs to have a season where he's got his head on straight for the whole year, be healthy, be productive, win football games, and I guarantee you'll get more opportunities. Guarantee it. You wanna know what the NFL waiver order looks like right now? I'll give you the top I'll give you the top nine. Okay. The Giants. Okay. The Jets. The football team. The Eagles, the Browns, the Cowboys, the 49ers, the Raiders, and the Lions. Um, do you think anybody will pick him up off waivers? And by picking him up off waivers, that means you're taking on his full salary. Now, you got to have $8 million in cap space to pick him up. I don't think a lot of people realize that. A lot of people are fantasy booking that he's going to get picked up. I worked in a wrestling term. That he's going to get picked up by I'm this not. team or that team, and it's just not feasible. If he clears waivers, he's free to sign with anybody, and I believe he can sign for the minimum, and the Browns have to pick up the rest of his contract. I think that's how it goes. Okay. Um, again, bad shoulder, coming off an ACL, do over $8 million for the rest of the year. I, I don't think the Giants would bring him back. <laughs> uh, the Eagles? The, maybe the Jets? Would the Jets go that far? I was. I don't. I don't. Why? 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 Or the Raiders uh, the with their That's situation? The um, you bring in a similar type guy. And they obviously lost. Uh, we're not going to talk about that too much, just because everyone has. But the, obviously, the Henry Rugg situation. He's not there anymore he's gonna be on the the, the main machine or whatever prison he's playing california, california penal it's not funny a woman died i'm not making fun i'm not i'm trust me he needs to be fucking thrown under the jail that's fucking crazy but uh, there's no reason to be driving fucking 156 miles an hour in a rural fucking street down a rural street i mean that's at four in the morning that's a that's a that's a personality fall. That's what that is, to say the least. Uh, Odell's still trending, by the way. Uh, I think that he clears waivers. I think that's yeah. the only chance he sticks with a contender. Uh, I feel like New Orleans is a good landing spot, especially because he's from there, and they've lost Michael Thomas for the rest of the year. Um, yeah. Don't know what they're going to do at quarterback right now because Taysom's coming off a concussion. they got Simeon. Uh, Taysom could be anywhere from QB1 to inactive this week. You know, and anything in between, really. Right. Uh, San Francisco depends on how you feel at quarterback. But even then, if I have a young quarterback, I 
fucking be hesitant to bring Odell Beckham in that locker room. Well, let me let me throw this at you here. What about Green Bay? Green Bay is another one. That's that's one. They but again, a lot of uncertainty because, at quarterback up there all of a sudden. Right. Yeah, but with Devontae Adams, is Odell going to be like, yeah, dog? I'm, you're going. You're number two. You're, I think that, you're flat out number fucking two. I think that Odell Beckham is going to be attracted anywhere that has a veteran quarterback that he, I'm using air quotes, trust. I trust and respects because, like, I mean, I'll just, Aaron Rodgers will say, you can go sit on the fucking bench, dude. You got to sit the fuck down over there if you don't like what the fuck we're doing. That's right. Gonna go. Um, I don't see, but uh, this is, we're only naming contenders because. I, what I've been reading, the contenders don't. If you're a contender, you don't have cap space, pretty much. Right. So that's you've taken all the waiver claims. That's why the fucking Packers couldn't pick up Stephon Gilmore. Well, salary. I mean, we all know about the Saints' salary issues. I think the Seahawks. Tampa Bay. <laughs> Tampa Bay can fucking do it. Can't. I think they got fucking salary cap. Um. Dallas? Yeah, go to Dallas. I mean, that's... Talk about fucking imploding. He'll fucking set Dallas on fire. You would never hear this out of Amari Cooper. You would never hear this out of... um, Ever. Yeah. And... I don't want to say a a great receiver or whatever, because we grew up, obviously... Uh, Terrell Owens, Chad Johnson, these guys that were speaking out, fucking boom. Yeah. But but they were producing. They were yeah. fucking, they were scoring. Terrell Owens fucking missed three, four weeks with a fucking torn ACL and came back in the Super Bowl and played. And played I, I with a broken scored. leg. That's nothing. Baker's played. Baker has a broken shoulder and a torn labrum. You're going to throw him under the bus? Uh, it's just a fucking train wreck. I'm done talking about that. No, light it up. I can tell. No, it's his it's blood a train wreck. His no, because it's, yeah. fucking, it's done. Right? It, thank God it's done. And thankfully the Browns were smart enough to just just rip the Band-Aid off. So send him home. Yeah. You can, you Browns can leave. The past, Browns of the past would have brought that in. It would have festered. It would have ruined the season. Yeah. Kudos to Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski. And I honestly think that the reason one of the reasons Odell wasn't traded was I think Kevin Stefanski thought he could make it work. Yeah. But I don't think Kevin Stefanski, as of 4 o'clock on Tuesday, thought that all communication with Odell Beckham was going to be cut off and then Odell was just going to roll in the fucking in the building like everything was cool. My phone got cut off, dog. I forgot to pay the bill. <laughs> <laughs> like, come the fuck on, you know? Train wreck, bro. Fucking train wreck. All right, let's... uh. We're going to talk about week eight. We're going to try to do this. I, we spent a lot of time on that. I apologize if you're not a Browns fan. You probably did not enjoy hearing that, but I had to get it off my chest. Uh, week eight for the picks. Cody Baker won. He had no. 10. He had 10. So we'll be sending you some Brown stuff, dog. Uh, uh, Nat Snackapoba, eight. Sam Family, nine. Nick Haddock, seven. Jay Shealy, seven. Pete Opolis, seven. PPW, five. Jeff, seven. Jeremy Ball, six. Tyler Barnes, eight. Uncle Steph, seven. Sammy Evans, five. Rucker, six. Drew Vensel, seven. RJ, nine. Dobro, eight. 80s Rustling, eight. Deontay, nine. 
So a lot of lot of lot of low scores this week. Yeah, we uh, we didn't do well. No, we did not. But we're gonna go ahead. And we're gonna talk about week eight. And we're gonna go ahead and pound through it. Thursday night game, we had the Packers and Cardinals. We both picked the Cardinals. Uh, the Packers did not have any of their wide receivers, and they just they grounded it. They pounded it. They won twenty four to twenty one. They won ugly. They improved to seven and one. The Cardinals fall to seven and one. Uh, and I just I was really impressed with what the Packers did here. Now I don't know there a lot of gray area going forward with them, but we're just talking about week eight here. Uh, very impressed with how they were able to win a different different kind of way. Yeah, well, like I said last week, I you know, and I'd heard the stat out here, but uh, Packers are seven and zero now, eight and zero without Devontae Adams. That's nuts. Which is insane. That's an insane stat. But if I would have told you Aaron Rodgers threw for 184 yards, you'd have been like, they got fucking dog wolfed. Smoked. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, that th- didn't happen. I thought AJ Dillon got loose a little bit. Yeah. Which was good to see. Uh, Aaron Jones, obviously, we know what he can do. It just it was tough for Aaron Rodgers to find somebody he could trust to throw the ball to. They lost Bob Tunyon for the season. That's tough. Yeah. That's a big loss right there. So, uh, but the Cardinals. And now you have the same thing. Kyle was a little banged up. Da 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 da. We're right back to where we were last year with them. They started out what five and zero, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. So we'll see about them going forward. Do they, all their success depends on their quarterback. Do I worry about his durability in the league with the way he plays? But we will see. Next up, this was the big upset of the weekend. Everybody was shocked. This was actually the the gimme game for us. We thought. Was the Bengals at five and two traveling to uh, MetLife Stadium take on the Jets who were one and five at the time? And I tell you what, we did not fucking see Mike White coming at all. Homie went off for four oh five on the Bengals. The Bengals had just awful tackling. It was it was very bad. But Mike White thirty seven of forty five for four oh five. They even Josh Johnson played for a second. Uh, Michael Carter. 15 carries, 77 yards, and a tutty. He also had nine catches for 95 yards, made good use of him. Um, limited weapons over there. I don't think that, that Corey Davis was not playing for them. Jamison Crowder, eight catches on, on nine targets. Good for him for 84 yards. Ty Johnson, five catches for 71. Elijah Moore, six for 67. I tell you what, kids spread it all, spread it around. If well, We'll talk about the Jets first. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say the uh, at the end of the first quarter, uh, old boy sat here had uh, he had like ninety nine yards and two interceptions. Mike White did from the second quarter on. He had three hundred and six yards, three touchdowns. He was like, "Oh, is this this is the NFL game?" <laughs> Once he got the speed, yeah, but he was cutting it loose which I thought was awesome to see. Um, now, their coach said that somebody asked him if he had a quarterback controversy or could Mike White be the guy, and Saul responded, anything's possible. Eesh. Yeah, not what you want to hear. But then, <laughs> but you, if you're Zach Wilson, but, you know, your replacement just walked in and threw for 405 against a team that we were saying – might be the best in the AFC. Every right. Week, different best team in the AFC, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they. 
to me, this is if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. Uh, Robert Solisher came out and said, you know, Zach Wilson is number two overall pick in the draft. We haven't given him enough help. He's still learning the league. Now, this kid's a rookie, too. If you're the Jets, did you want him to play this well? Right. You're like, shit. I remember back when the Browns had the pretty good in 2007. And they, were, uh, they had Derek Anderson starting just to kind of fill in. Yeah. And then he came out and just fucking made the Pro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck? Like, what the hell? We <laughs> and that, of course, you have two quarterbacks. You don't have a, a quarterback. So that's what that was. Uh, Bengals fall to five and three. Joe Burrow, th- 21-34, 259, three touchdowns. They just sometimes don't get the run game going. And uh, Jamar Chase. The seven at one Jamar point. Chase had three catches on nine targets. Oof. That connection was came back going. down to earth a little bit. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen with these young players. I, but he will bounce back. Um, yeah, good for the Jets, man. That's a good win. Good for them. Good, good for their fans. You know, I I've been through multiple, multiple, multiple rebuilds, and I know that like you get an upset win like that, especially at home, it's it's really cool. So good for them. Uh, next up, Titans and Colts. Titans win thirty four thirty one in overtime. Came with a cost. Uh, the Titans were, to me, the best team in the AFC, but that no longer stands after this uh, week. Yeah, Derrick Henry had uh, surgery on his foot on, I believe, Tuesday. He's most likely done for the season. Carson Wentz just, i tell you what, he's a walking, just heartbreak quarterback, right? Like, Can't my fucking help boy. himself. Can, cannot help himself. Another guy just has too much belief, you know, right? And just the power of positivity does not work in the NFL, kids. <laughs> you, yeah, you ain't fucking John Elway or Dan Marino. Titans improved <laughs> to six and two. Colts fall to three and five. Uh, they're obviously three games back. A lot can change, and we are going to find out how good Ryan Tannehill is. Yeah. <laughs> Without Derrick Henry, it's. Uh... Is, did they sign Adrian Peterson? They did sign Adrian Peterson to, okay. to the practice squad. With, so, well, they said with the hopes of him coming yeah, out. They're going to knock the fucking rust off his knees and see what he can do by this weekend. You know what I mean? Look, if he ain't out here whipping kids with switches, he might Ooh. be in tip-top shape. So stiff. Next okay. up, uh, Rams at Texans. We both picked the Rams to win this game. They did going away uh the titans or texas scored 22 points in the fourth quarter didn't mean a damn thing uh, matthew stafford my goodness 21 32 305 three touchdowns they got von miller this week yeah so and obviously they trade like a late round pick for him people are like oh they're mortgaging in the future a fourth round pick for a von miller you do that kids so <clears throat> too much stock in the draft picks right to me, like I said, you're sitting there with Aaron Donald, best defensive lineman in football. Jalen Ramsey, probably the best corner in football. And now you've got Von Miller, who is probably top two, three linebacker in the in the league. How fucking dominating can this defense potentially be? They want to beat Tom Brady. 
it could happen. Yeah. <laughs> like that addition right there, it could happen. So hopefully everybody stays healthy. I really, really, really enjoy what the Rams are doing out there, though. Yeah. And it's really cool to see Matt Stafford get to play in that environment, you know, that we saw him for years in Detroit and just, he was just, he had just buckets of shit around him. So good for him, man. We're not going to spend a lot of time on this game, though, but yeah, we both picked it. Next up, Steelers at Brown. Uh, we picked the Browns, obviously, because we're homers. Um, Steelers won 15 to 10. Browns just could not get it done. Uh, Jarvis Landry is really uncharacteristic of him. Fourth quarter, uh, less two balls hit the ground that he normally doesn't let hit the ground. No. Then he fumbles. He has the first time he's fumbled in three years. We broke their kicker, so they won the they won the game without having a fucking kicker, which is yeah, insane. couldn't even kick. They were at a a severe disadvantage. Um, the the defense. I mean, credit to the Steelers defense and the Browns shooting themselves in the foot. Uh, yes. They won. They won the game. Penalties were the most. Browns were the most penalized team in the NFL. Got to clean that. That's just such a mess. Um, we'll like to see more Demetri Felton in this game. We'll like Dearness Johnson can't catch. He he he's well. That's the problem is he's in that Kareem Hunt role right now. Right. Where you know, and that's kind of. I would like to see them maybe get Nick Chubb involved in the screen game a little bit more. Jarvis. That's what I was going to say. Maybe throw Chubb in the the Kareem Hunt role and let Johnson yeah. run. Yeah, I mean that's we'll see, you know, but. Tough loss for the Browns. People are screaming for the defensive coordinator to get fired. We gave up, folks, oh, kids. We gave up 15 points in the NFL game. You, you win that game. Yeah. The defense wasn't the problem. Uh, Eagles at Lions. Is Dan Campbell going to get fired? Man, it's it's hard to say. He probably will, but I don't think he should. I mean, fuck. Those dudes have fought, fought, and fought, and they've lost. Not so this many- game. No, but this is what I'm getting to is they've lost so many close games that they just they've just kind of broke. They're they're broke. They they gave it's like, man, we no matter what we do, it's it's done, you know, and I think they've given up. So. Jared Goff ain't it. (laughs) No, he's he's not. But, you know, I just, as somebody who's a fan of a team that's gone through this situation so many times, I feel bad for their fans, dude. And that sucks. I mean, I, I know I'm in a bitchy place now with what the Browns have been up to, but they're four and four with everything in front of them. You know what I mean? Even as bad as things are, I feel bad for the Lions. They have to endure this. That sucks. Next up, 49ers at Bears. Interesting game here. I thought. Matt Nagy out with COVID. Justin Fields got loose a little bit. He did. They he balled out. They finally played a game. They called plays that were conducive to Justin Fields being successful. 19 27, 175 touchdown and picks. So the passing number is not quite there yet. He's figured out 10 carries, 103, and a touchdown. He's going to add other things other than his arm. He's going to bring you. Uh, Khalil Herbert has been a nice little rookie for them. 23 carries for 72 yards. He's going to hold it back. Montgomery's coming back, right? Uh, I believe so. And and Justin Fields has a kind of a thing with Darnell Mooney right now. And Allen Robinson's just, it's not working there either. But they've had, you know, they've spoke out about that. 
But the 49ers get the win. Jimmy G goes for over 300. Debo Samuel's a monster. Six receptions, 171. He is a beast. Eli Mitchell, another beast. 18 carries, 137 touchdown, 7.6 yard per carry average. Fantastic. Um, San Francisco's three and four. The Bears are three and five. These are both teams that, like, it's it's week in, week out how we feel about them, you know? Yeah. Next, we have the Panthers at Falcons. I say of all the games that happened this weekend, I'm probably the most unfamiliar with this one for whatever reason. Uh, Sam Darnold, 13 and 24, 129. So he ain't it. Chuba Hubbard, 24 for 82. DJ Moore, it, it's just, yes, it, you have a quarterback problem there. Matt Ryan was just checking down all day. It looks like 20 to 27 for 146. A tutty and two picks. Uh, it's just ugly game all the way around. Panthers won 19 to 10. Panthers des- desperately need McCaffrey back. Well, they're probably going to get it this weekend. Yeah. But they're somehow maintained 4-4. Four and four. Well, they were 3-0, and oh, they I were think, three starting and oh, out. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna start, so. First off, folks, I'm sorry if I start slurring, but I'm pounding wine right now. He, I'm so mad about it, that. I mean, his cup is full. There's a plethora of wine in that cup. Next up. Dolphins at Bills. Bills handle business. They're five and two. They win twenty six to eleven. Yeah. Um, are they the best team in the AFC right now? Well, this. I don't want to curse because whenever we anoint, we curse. Yeah, I. Like I said, it's Tennessee, but they lost Derrick Henry, so we'll see this week. Because last week, I like I said, it's Tennessee. The week this week right here, week eight, it was Tennessee. You said Tennessee. I said Cincinnati. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, Dolphins, man. Fuck. One and seven. Two, two ain't it. <laughs> oh, I'm not a two a guy. I don't think he's it. But at some point, like, I feel like we're being so quick on these quarterbacks. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Patriots at Chargers. We both picked the. Uh, no, I'm I sorry. Pay, I picked New England. Yeah, I picked the Chargers. I thought coming off a bye at home, coming off a bad loss, that they were going to get this shit right, and they didn't. Uh, no. Patriots won 27-24. They improved to 4-4. Four four. Chargers fall to 4-3. Watch out for the Patriots, man. Uh, they gave up 11 points there in the, in the fourth quarter. You know what makes Bill Belichick the best coach in NFL history? Got every game plan, Taylor. Every game plan every week. And you saw this when, when you were a kid with the Giants. Every game plan every week is different. Yep. I mean, whatever they gotta do to get a win, they will do it. If they yes. gotta completely change the scheme, they will do it. But this is what the, that's what they do. So and they don't have to start like we're gonna run our three four, we're gonna apply pressure, or we're bringing four and Whatever, whatever. Blitz on third downs. It's not that. So, to me, that's what makes him so special. I, I still always love, though, that he never allows the media, because it happens every three or four years, they they anoint somebody the next Lawrence Taylor. And he, and he always fucking shuts that shit down quick. Like, J.J. Watt was going to be 
then it was Khalil Mack, and Bill Belichick has fucking none of that. Like, and I watch those press conferences probably two, three times a month just to laugh. I slipped on uh, ESPN. We're getting ready to get the uh, Charlotte Hornets against the Golden State Warriors. Okay. LaMelo out here in these streets. PJ Washington, new dad. See Brittany Renner going on a little uh, media tour. She did. She uh, that somebody asked her about that, and she said that's that's the risk of of hitting this raw. That's what she said. And that and that poor kid, PJ Washington, you gotta have better friends, dog. Be careful yeah. out there, young kings. Be careful yeah. out there. No doubt, especially when you got a bag. Yeah. Uh, next up. Jags at Seahawks. <laughs> Is Urban gonna be one and done? Fuck. Seahawks win thirty-one to seven with Geno Smith. I mean, uh, is, Gino, is there quarterback controversy in Seattle? No. <laughs> no. I think no. you're a little quick on the quarterback here, Eric. <laughs> Good lord, I'm not spending any more time on that. Next up, Washington football team loses to the Broncos. Yeah. 17 I think I took uh, Denver, too. You did. That's right. I feel like in my head I had, like, Washington win that game. I might have to go back and check some of these scores, but I think Cody's still good. We'll see. But, yeah, anything from that game? Uh, well, the Broncos, like I said, uh, Melvin Gordon... He had uh, two touchdowns. That was basically the difference in the game. You know, he had the the passing 15-yard reception that he took for a touchdown to uh, give him the 10-3 lead. DeAndre Carter tied it up with a pass from uh, Taylor Haneke. And then, uh, like, four and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter, Melvin Gordon, seven-yard touchdown run, and Denver's defense held, so... Yeah, poor poor Teddy. He just it's not healthy. Poor, poor Teddy, he's out there winning. He won, but he's just not healthy. That offense has a cap to it, I think. And, you know, we know what the football team does. Next up, Saints beat the Bucks 36-27. <laughs> and, and lost Jameis in the process. Lost Jameis with ACL. Trevor Simeon came in, played well. Uh, Taysom Hill. Obviously, waiting in the wings. He has a concussion right now, so I'm assuming he'll take over QB one when he's healthy. Uh, Saints improved to five and two. Bucks fall to six and two. And again, if I would have said, "Hey, man, uh, Tom Brady threw for three seventy five and four touchdowns," and uh, he was playing Trevor Simeon, and he only threw for one hundred fifty nine, you'd be like, "Man, Tom Tom won that one." <laughs> but no, uh, Brady threw two bad interceptions. Yeah, like, it's gonna happen. It happens. Yeah, costly. Even the even old to- touchdown Tommy can uh, be not be immune to throwing a pick. But yeah, they'll be they'll be fine. They got Tom Brady. Next up, Cowboys travel to Minnesota take on the Vikings. We found out just before the game that Dak wasn't gonna play. Yeah, which was crazy. Um, Cooper Rush comes in and plays really well. Then getting the win, twenty to sixteen. I apologize if you guys can hear my dog parent me. He's having a little bit of a tough time this evening. Oh, you're good. Cooper, uh, Cooper Rush 
uh, came out here. We could have co- uh, quarterback controversy in Dallas. We are not having a quarterback controversy I in mean, Dallas. Cooper goes out here for 325, two touchdowns. Uh, Mari Cooper, eight eight catches, 122 yards in a touchdown. Um, man, Minnesota just uh, could not, <laughs> couldn't stay out of their own way. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're they supposedly have this great defense, um, and their defense gives up a touchdown to Mark Cooper with 51 seconds left, and that was that was ball game. And I'll tell you what, Cooper Rush, kudos to him, man. 24-40, two touchdowns and a pick. That's about all you can ask for from a guy who you're plugging in five minutes for the game. Yeah, that's that's a hell that's a hell of a performance by them right there. So good for the Cowboys, man. You know, that's they keep it rolling. They're six and one. Their only loss is by a field goal to the Buccaneers. They um yeah, they're a problem in the NFC. Absolutely they are. Especially when you get a win like this on the road with their backup quarterback. That's that's a great team win. They're playing Kirk Cousins. So great team win He's with terrible. their backup. And finally, Monday night football. Um Chiefs beat the Giants 20-17. to Barry, take it over. Well, here we are again. Um, I'd love to tell you, you know, the, the fucking Giants are this. Uh, we should be a 4-4 four and four football team, probably. But you're not. You're not. But we're not. Uh, we find a way to beat ourselves. I mean, here we are. And, I, and I'm just going back. You know, week two, we're playing... We're playing Washington, miss field goal, we win, right? Nope, offsides. Ah, Washington re-kicks, victory. Week eight, Darnay Holmes, big fourth quarter pick, Mahomes. And we we seal that, we seal that win right there. Oh, nope, offsides. Redo, Kansas City goes down, kicks game-winning field goal. I mean, we don't, we shouldn't be playing to fucking lose. I mean, and every week it's like we're fucking finding new ways to lose. And it just gets more frustrating. I mean, yeah, we're playing the Chiefs, but we had that game won. We had the Chiefs really real. I mean, yeah. we you we did. had them right there on the road. Yeah, you had to lead in the fourth, you had to lead in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and let them go, and that's that they did what they were supposed to do. I mean, we we choked and they took full advantage and won. Chiefs are Chiefs are in trouble. Yeah, I agree. They're they're in trouble. They have not. That's very rarely you leave the NFL with a win and be like, I don't feel great about that. That you not feel great about that win. That's a team that personnel wise. Kansas City has way better personnel on paper. Uh, they got the history. They, they, yeah. There, there's something going on there. Something, something. They were at home. <laughs> yeah, they were at home. Yeah, exactly. That's a very, very weird situation. But you know, the NFL will humble you, and no one is fucking immune to it. Yep. Uh, so that's it for Week Eight. Fanduel. It was uh, who won last week? Let's see who. Won. This is the year it was oh, RJ. Yeah. RJ won. He cheated. He cheated. Nick Hacks finished second. Jerry Ball finished third. 
I invited two guys in last week, Jeremy Ball and, and, and Ringside Rant, and they have both been in the in the money both weeks. I'll kick them out. It's fine. So you finished, you finished fifth. My friend Zach Hood finished fourth. I finished eighth, tied ninth, Deontay 10. Yeah, I'm on a little bit of a cold streak with the FanDuel right now. I'm going to keep it. Me too. So, no, I'm, I'm not in like put money in the account phase or anything, but I'm. It's, right. it's it's been a second since I've had a nice payout. So we, we play some basketball this week. We still have the Friday night basketball league. So guys, please join. Uh, we've had seven the past two weeks. We need eight for it to pay out. Right. So we'll get one more person to be great. But for those you guys that have been playing, keep playing. We appreciate it. It's still fun to compete, even if we only have seven. So it, we're gonna go it's, ahead. it's two dollars. Again. It's two bucks, yeah, the football's five. We're going to do that every week, obviously. Uh, week nine of the NFL, we are going to go ahead and make our picks. The Thursday night game, we have the Jets traveling to Indy to take on the Colts. And also, I'm going to preface this before we get into it, that we're making these picks on Wednesday, okay? When I post the, our picks on Saturday, they could be a little different just based on injuries and COVID and things like that. So like last week, I probably would have picked the Vikings to beat the Cowboys. I'm not going to lie. A lot of people did, you know, after that, after we found out Dak wasn't going to play, but right. Jets and Colts, Barry, who you got? Uh, I'm going to take Carson Wentz and Nubs. I'm taking Colts as well. I think that Mike White's going to come back down to earth a little bit this week. Falcons at Saints. No, Jameis, we don't know who's playing quarterback for the Saints as of this recording. Either Trevor Simeon or Taysom Hill. Who'd you take? I'm taking the Saints no matter who plays quarterback. Yeah, I was going to say uh, for the Falcons just to have gotten beat by fucking Sam Darnold, I don't think it matters. I'll take the Saints. Uh, Broncos at Cowboys. Broncos have won six straight versus the Cowboys. Weird Ooh. stat. Uh, still, give me the Cowboys. Cowboys are ten point favorites. Woo. I think. I think they win. Uh, it's sickening. Just pick the Cowboys to win. Yeah, it's sickening. Next up, we got the Patriots traveling to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Uh, after what he just did to Herbert, he's definitely gonna do it to Darnold. Uh, give me the Patriots. Yeah, Patriots. Next up, we got the Vikings at the Ravens. This is a really interesting matchup. Ravens coming off a bye. They've won 11 straight versus NFC opponents. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the Ravens. And the Vikings just lost uh, Denell Hunter. So. Yeah, that's the Ravens. It. That's huge on their defensive uh, front. Well, coach team coming off a bye, off a loss. The yeah. Boot. Bad loss at home against division rival. Uh, Browns at Bengals. Browns have won five of the last six versus Cincinnati. Barry, who you got? This game's going to be like fucking 49 to 46. It always is. Uh, you guys, man, you got to take. Uh, Browns are in disarray too. No Odell. But the fucking Bengals lost to the Jets, man. You gotta take the Browns. <laughs> I'm taking the Browns. I think the offense gets back on track. I really do. I think that 
We drafted Baker Mayfield for the tough times. Okay. I think that if you had to go back and redo the draft, you would probably take Josh Allen. Yeah. That's fair. But also at the time, you have to think about context of where we were. Brown's coming off 0 and 16 season, right? Coming off 1 and 31 31 over the past two years. Uh, And they knew there was going to be tough times. They knew there was going to be, we need, I think Baker passed the mental toughness test. I think he does this weekend too. Give me the Browns. Uh, Next up, Bills at Jags. I'm spending zero time on this. Give me the Bills. Bills. That's. It's going to be a dog walk affair. And they're they're uh, 14 up, and a half point favorites. <laughs> uh, next up, Texans at Dolphins. Um, Tyrod's going to be back supposedly this weekend, possibly. Uh-huh. Uh, this is like. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to say something real offensive. I'm not going to. This is like seeing two weak kids fight. Uh, give me the Texans. Mm. After all Ty the shit Rod, I just... Ty Rod doesn't play. I'm changing that shit too, by the way. After all the shit I just talked about, Tua, I'm going to take Tua. Take the Dolphins. We have not been kind of Tua. No. Next up. Oh, look at you guys. Raiders at Giants. Raiders are five and two. Giants are two and six. Oh, a lot of fucking, a lot, lot of fucking storyline here. A lot of fuckery coming out of L.A. Give me Las Vegas. Give me the Giants. Yeah, here we go. Giants, baby. Uh, of of any glimmer of hope has to happen right here. I don't think you guys are going to run or anything. I just think you're going to get this game. No, excuse you. We got potential to win nine straight. Chargers at Eagles. The Chargers have allowed 169.4 rushing yards per game. That's the most in the NFL. Good thing that Philadelphia does not try to run the ball. Give me the Chargers. Mm. You love fucking Justin Herbert. Um, Man, he he just went through a tough time there with Bill Belichick. I think he... He bounces back, but I think the Eagles get the dub at home. If they do, then we can go ahead and just put the stamp on Los Angeles that they don't travel well. There you East. go. So that's right after what happened in Baltimore. Uh, Packers at Chiefs. No Aaron Rodgers. This is in Arrowhead. This is on Sunday. No, it's not on Sunday. I'm sorry. It's a Sunday prime, Sunday 4 o'clock game of the week. Give me the Chiefs, man. I I, did, I was gonna go Packers. Aaron Rodgers played. I don't know what George Love's gonna do though. Give me the Chiefs. I think the I, Chiefs week too. By the way, this is gonna be the first time. I was thinking today before the Aaron Rodgers news came out, this is gonna be the first time I pick against the Chiefs, and it just didn't happen. Uh, when Jordan Love got in the game, uh, when I watched him throw, his deep balls just fucking float. Like they do not look good. And I think um, Tyron Matthew, I think they eat. I think the Chiefs uh, Chiefs win. And I, th- I think they win big. Next up, you have the Cardinals traveling to uh, San Jose to take on the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, give me the Niners. Okay. Yeah, I don't think Jimmy G wants these problems. I think uh, the Cardinals bounce back, get a win, easy win. 
Uh, Sunday night football. This is a fun. Well, it was going to be a fun. It would have been. Titans at Rams. Titans six and two. Rams seven and one. Give me the Rams. Yeah, you have to take the the Rams since Derrick Henry's uh, out. I would have took the Titans if Henry was playing, but you can't Monday night. Monday Night Football, the Bears are traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Pittsburgh has 51 wins on Monday. That's the most since 1940. I didn't know they were playing Monday Night Games that far back. Just now learned that as I read this. Uh, Man, this is a tough one. Give me the Bears. Listen, they've been shooting Big Ben up two weeks in a row. I don't think they stop now. I think Big Ben's got the fucking shots in the arms. They get a win. I think they go five and three here. So I will be posting these picks um, on Saturday. They might be a little different than what you hear today based on any news that comes out between now and then. Um, only other thing I got this evening, uh, Atlanta Braves, World Series champions. Man, how crazy is that? That's real crazy, but they if you look at what they did in the season uh, – I'm someone that I'm not a prospect hugger, right? I'm not, I don't want to hoard prospects when we're in win now mode. They traded like low A prospects and turned them into like Adam Duvall, Jorge Soler, guys like that, that contributed to them winning this. Eddie Rosario and the Indians, we got, they traded Pablo Sandoval, who we designated for assignment right after we fucking got him. So basically, nothing. They gave up nothing. For Eddie Rosario, who was the MVP of the NLCS. So that's being a savvy GM, making good trade deadline deals. They lost they lost Acuna, who carried them through the first half of the season. And they made just savvy deals that brought in power bats. Or brought in, yeah, basically power bats that excelled, that all, all produced for them in the postseason. So I, I don't know if it's if it's made it out on Facebook or Twitter or anything like that, but it's it's definitely sickening when I saw it. Um, if you go back, oh, this is just I mean I'm getting sick just talking about this. But 1972, the Milwaukee Bucks won the NBA championship. The Atlanta Braves won the World Series. The Dallas Cowboys won the Super Bowl. Ooh. Ooh. In 1995, <laughs> the Braves won the Super Bowl, or the Braves won the World Series, and Dallas won the Super Bowl. 2021, <laughs> the fucking Bucks have won the NBA championship, and fucking the Braves have won the World Series. And I hope history does not fucking repeat itself because this is the skits made me ill all day after I seen it. <laughs> you got anything else this evening? I've, I've probably made everybody puke just re- regurgitating that trash. But no, that's that's all we can only we're gonna hope. Do a we're going to do a wrestling show in the next couple of days for you guys. We're going to review some figures, talk some wrestling. That is going to happen. But with all the sports stuff that was happening today, I just felt. I wanted to get to this one first because it was just on the forefront of my mind. So thank you, Barry, for indulging me. Yeah, compe- compelled to do this. I we love doing the sports show. We love talking, uh, talking shop. All right, so check us out next week, Barry. Send us home. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at bfrost twenty eight. Eric, 
Drop the credentials, sir. Follow me on Twitter at Eric Brown 700. But of course, always follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Doing the Favor. You can also follow me on TikTok at Eric Brown 740. Thank you for listening. Rate, review, subscribe. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys all so much for the support. And I just want to say my daughter just messaged me. She should be in bed, but she said, Tell me why was doing the favor a suggested to be my friend on TikTok. <laughs> I said, Because we're fucking about that action. We're about but that uh, action, boss. <laughs> with that, good night and God bless. Peace. Yeah. It goes one, two, three into the foe. Erica Barrier up with ETF and that's for show. If you don't come correct, you get your ass full. So take a minute and chill until the next episode. Doing the favor, always bringing the heat. That's why Barry got your girl doing legwork in the sheets. My dude Eric holding down for the streets. Them Ohio players got the ears to the beat. Gotta say that we appreciate the time Whether you're on the job or trying to unwind Just a few more days until we're back live Shit, we'll be your lifeline I know you feel me on the mic with the flavor Let it marinate in something to savor We ball so hard, this is a layoff Until the next time, doing the favor Yeah, doing the favor Doing the favor. Uh, doing the favor. Until next time, doing the favor.